0: for that. All right, we're going to get into the word this morning. As I was, the other day, I I can't remember if I was working or running or sitting at home on watching TV. I can't remember, but I was preparing for the message and God dropped a word into my heart and it was the word seeds. And I thought, okay, well, that's, that's pretty gnarly seeds. What do I do with seeds? And so I was just thinking about as, as it was developing in my heart, God really challenged me about sowing and reaping. And so we're going to talk today about seeds. So I want to see how knowledgeable you are on your seeds, okay? So let's see, what seed is this? Does anybody know? Apple. Not wheat. I heard it. Somebody said apple. 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 It is the apple seed. What seed is this? Grass. I heard grass. Next. Sunflower. Next. Lima bean. Anybody like any lima bean fans out there? God bless you. Hallelujah. Next, what is this? Wheat. Wheat. What's that one? Pumpkin. Watermelon. That was quick. This one. Sesame. Next. Hmm, hallelujah. got to throw some of that in there. And apricot, apricot. This morning I want to talk about seeds, I want to talk about sowing and reaping. And I can, I can tell you now as a parent that I am reaping some of what I have sown. As a child, I questioned everything my mom and dad did. Why are we doing it that way? Why, do, why can't we do it this way? I questioned everything. And lo and behold, Reagan questions everything that we do. Everything we say, she questions. I'm reaping some of that. And I can tell you now, as a youth pastor, I am reaping what I sown as a youth. I caused my youth pastor and my youth sponsors, uh, I caused them some trouble. And I, and we have great kids, but I'm telling you what, I, I'm reaping some of what I sown. Uh, last year, we were at a convention. And uh, we were getting ready to leave. We were getting ready to go have lunch. And I told the students, we're leaving at this time. And a minute before, they decided, oh, we've got plenty of time to go to the roof of the hotel. So they got in the elevator. They thought they would make it back in time. They They got in the elevator, went to the roof, the highest place that they could legally. And they thought, oh, I'll get back down in time, no problem. They weren't there on time. And I was frustrated, and I thought, where are these kids at? Because I was hungry, and I wanted to go get some lunch. And then I remembered how many times I did that to my youth pastor. How many times I did that to my youth sponsor. See, what we sow, we will reap. Do I have any amens out there? How many parents are are reaping some of what you've sown? What we sow, we will reap. The world calls this karma. But I want to tell you, it's not karma. It's a sowing and reaping principle that comes from God. See, sowing and reaping is a Christian principle. Karma is a worldly principle. It comes from ancient India with the different religions. Reaping is a direct result of what you have sown. Karma is said to be a, a result of what you have done in this life and in the lives before. You know what I'm saying? Karma is a twisted version of of this holy principle, of this godly principle. And what it happens is it twists to fit the different points of view here on earth. And the devil is so good at that. Taking something that is of God and twisting it. Music is of God, but, but the world has twisted it. Marriage is of God, but the world has twisted it. Love is of God, but the world has twisted it. Sowing and reaping is of God But the world has twisted it. And I want to tell you this morning that sowing, reap, and reaping is a principle that is always true. It's always true. You may reap an hour from now or you may reap a year from now. But sowing and reaping is a principle that is always true. And so I want to talk for just a few minutes about sowing and reaping. If you have your Bibles, go with me to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6 and we're going to start in verse 7. It says, "Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature, will reap destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from that, uh, from the Spirit, will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we." Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. I want to tell you this morning, sowing and reaping is a principle from God. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you, God. I pray that you would open our hearts, open our ears to receive from you today, God, and may it have an impact, God, from this point on, Lord Jesus, this, this principle that is always true. Father, we thank you for your presence, and we look to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Sowing and reaping is so much more than just a financial thing. When I say sowing and reaping, sometimes our mind instantly goes to the money. I sow a dollar, I want to reap a dollar. I sow ten dollars, I want to reap ten dollars. It's so much more than that. It's a principle that is true. And I want to tell you, what I sow, I will reap. What I plant, it will grow. What you sow, you will reap. What you plant, it will grow. I've got this morning some grass seed. Anybody plant grass seed at their house? Anybody need to plant some grass seed in their house? You can have the leftovers here. But I, I, if, if, this was, if this was a grassy area here and I took some seed and I just started to begin to sow it, you know, eventually it would take root, it would grow, and we're constantly sowing seed. We're sowing seed all the time. I want everybody, I want everybody to understand this morning. That everyone sows some kind of seed. Everyone sows some kind of seed. Verse 7, it says, a man reaps what he sows. The Christian and the non-Christian sow seed. The man and the woman sow seed. It doesn't say only Christian men sow seed. It doesn't say only Christian women sow seed. It says every man. And yes, that includes you ladies. We all sow seeds. Every conversation, we're sowing seed. Oh man, I'm making a mess. Every thought, we're sowing seed. Every action, we're sowing seed. We're sowing seed all the time. And we've got to be mindful of the seed that we're sowing. Have you ever heard the phrase that everything speaks? Anybody heard that phrase? I'm telling you, everything speaks. It's the same thing with seeds. Either you're you're sowing all the time. You just have to be mindful of what you are sowing. Everything we say. When we, we say those encouraging words, you know what? We're sowing a seed of encouragement. When we don't say, hey, when we, there's a gossip circle going on and we don't shut it down, we're sowing seeds of gossip. When we sow, when we pass out a ball bag, we're sowing seeds of blessing. When we don't pass out something and we don't help those in need when we can, we're sowing seeds of despair. Everything, we're sowing seeds. We're sowing seeds. We, uh, we need to begin to think that we are constant farmers. Do I have any farmers in here? Man, I said that in Indiana. There would be all kinds. Of, everybody's a farmer in Indiana. But we need to think like we're constant farmers, constantly sowing seed. I can remember as a youth, uh, there was this big event that we were doing this big youth rally. It was called Exodus ninety seven, and uh, we brought in the band Bleach, and we um, we r- did the gym and we decorated, and, and it was a huge youth rally thing. And Pastor Jimmy was the youth pastor then. And he called some of the youth, some of the core students there to, I need your help. So that we, we came that day, and we just hung out there helping in the church, getting things ready and all of that. And Pastor Jimmy needed to run some errands. And so I was hoping that he would call on me to go with him because I wanted to spend time with my youth pastor. And so all of us lined up, and not like he was you know picking, but we all were wanting to go, and he chose me. And I can remember that day. We got in that little Ford Escort thing, and we drove to First Walk there on Wabash Avenue. And I remember I got General Sows Chicken. First time I've ever had it. And I can remember we were sitting there, and he began to teach me. He began to pour into me because he knew that I had a call of ministry on my life. And so he began to teach me things. I didn't know what he was doing, but Pastor Jimmy was sowing seed that day. He was sowing seed, and some of the things that he sowed into my life, I can see now that I'm applying, that I'm reaping, because he's sown that seed. We are constant farmers. We're constant farmers. We need to think like that. And there are a couple of things about seeds that I want to talk to you this morning. There are seeds of a sinful nature. There are seeds of a sinful nature. In verse 7 and 8, the one who sows to please his sinful nature, there are definite seeds of sinful nature. And you and I, we were born into sin. You and I were born into a sinful nature. So we have these seeds within us if we've not accepted Jesus. We have these sinful nature in us. And if we're not not careful, we'll sow them out. And there are obvious seeds of the sinful nature. Uh, Check out Galatians 5.19. The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, debauchery. Idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. There are obvious seeds of the sinful nature, church. We understand that. We see that. And for the most part, we're like, well, I'm not involved in that. I'm not involved in witchcraft. Praise the Lord. I'm not involved in in, in being drunk. I'm not involved in fits of rage. I'm not involved in those things. I'm not involved in those obvious seeds of the sinful nature. But I'm not so worried about the obvious seeds of the sinful nature as the not so obvious seeds of the sinful nature. Because that's where you and I, we get caught. And the the not so obvious. Those little white lies that we tell to protect our, our families or to protect, you know, being in trouble or whatever... You know, we tell those little white lies. Those are the not-so-obvious seeds that we allow into our lives that we're sowing. We're sowing. The keeping that extra change from the clerk when we know that it's not ours. We've we got to be careful. We're sowing those seeds. This summer, we rented a van in New York. And uh, after everything was said and done, um, they had billed us, or they, they had thought that they, we had paid in full and they were $1,000 off, and it was in our favor. You know, they thought it was okay, but it was $1,000. I knew that it wasn't right, and so I called Hertz, and uh, I said, listen, this is not right. We owe you $1,000, and they said, well, not according to our records. It's all, it's all paid for and this and that, and I said, I'm telling you, I, I did the payment. It's not right. We owe you $1,000, and they kept saying, no, you don't, no, you don't, and for weeks, I was on the phone with them, and I was trying to say, listen, it's not that we owe you this because I didn't want to sow a seed that is dishonest. I didn't want to sow that seed. Even though they were fighting me on it, I wanted to make it right. And so after a while, you know, eventually they, they figured it out that they were wrong and, and that we did owe, owe them that money and we took care of it. But I wanted I didn't want to sow those seeds of dishonesty because I didn't want I don't want to reap that. It's those Those not so obvious that we allow into our life, those inappropriate thoughts, those inappropriate conversations that we might have, that that pride that sneaks in, that arrogance, that critical spirit. And the list can go on and on and on of those not so obvious seeds that we allow into our life that we sow. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. See, because to God, the not so obvious and the obvious, it's all sin. It's all sin. And it doesn't please the Lord. So we have to be so careful that we're not throwing out those seeds of a sinful nature, that we're not sowing those seeds. Because if we do, look at our verse. From that nature, we will reap destruction. If you're throwing out those seeds of a sinful nature, you will reap destruction. If I throw out apple seeds, I'm going to get an apple tree. If I throw out pumpkin seeds, I'm going to get a pumpkin patch. If I throw seeds of the sinful nature, I'm going to get destruction. And that's no good. That's no good. Nobody likes to hear this. Nobody begins to, we don't stop. Here's the problem. We don't stop and think before we speak. We don't think about the consequences. We don't think about what we might reap. We are become the at the moment people. We say whatever we want to say. We do whatever we want to do. They get you, you're going to get them back. We have to guard ourselves from that mentality because that is seeds of a sinful nature. And we will reap that. We will reap pain. We will reap destruction. We will reap that. The other day, I challenged the students to say one phrase. We are in a one series. And I said, one phrase can make a difference. One phrase can encourage somebody or one phrase can tear somebody down. And the whole point was that I wanted them to stop and think before they speak. Stop and think before before what comes out of your mouth. See, I think we need to bring back WWJD. Anybody ever wore one of the? Do we have one of that? Everybody ever wore one of these bracelets? Yeah, but what's it stand for? Anybody remember? What would, what would Jesus do? We need to stop and think. What would Jesus? How would Jesus respond? What would Jesus say? What would Jesus do? We've got to adopt this mentality back. We need to bring back the, the bracelets. What would Jesus do? Make t-shirts. I don't know put a temporary tattoo what would Jesus do what would Jesus do we've got to put that back into our spirits we've got to put that back in our spirits because if no destruction awaits us and let me tell you destruction has all kinds of effects it affects us personally it can affect our family many times throughout the Bible we see the sins of the father affected the entire family in Joshua 6 and, and 7, There's a man named Achan, and it was, uh, God spoke to to the Israelites and said, you know, as you take this city, make sure that you don't take any of the devoted things, because they will lead to your destruction. And Achan took some of the devoted things, and he hid it in his camp. And, and so the next time they went to a, the Israelites went to a war, they lost that war. And they tried to figure out, well, why did we lose it? We had the hand of God. We had favor. And see, God was upset because somebody had disobeyed. Somebody had sowed that seed of disobedience. Achan took those, took those devoted things. And so what happens is, is Achan ends up dying. But not only Achan, his sons, his daughters, they threw his cattle, his sheep, everything that Achan h- had was dead now because of the sins of the father. He sowed wrong, and he, his whole family reaped it. If I sow right now disobedience in the Lord by not giving to him, my family will reap that. They will reap not having enough. Destruction awaits you personally. Destruction can await your family. Destruction can await your future if we're sowing seeds of the sinful nature. If I sow wrong seed into the, into the students, into the student ministry... You know, they'll, that's going to reap. Some, eventually, that could be next week. That could be, you know, 17 years from now. I don't know when, but it will reap. And so I have to be careful what I'm sowing into the youth ministry. You have to be careful what you're sowing into your ministry. You have to be careful what you're sowing into your family. Because you it will come to reap. It will be a harvest. But praise God that we don't have to sow sinful seed. Praise God, though there is another seed that I want to talk to you about. I want to check out Ephesians chapter 2, verse uh, 3. It says, All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even though we were dead in our transgressions. It is by grace that we have been saved. We don't have to sow seeds of the sinful nature because of the grace of God. We don't have to sow seeds of the sinful nature because of the love of God. We can sow seeds of the Spirit. And that's those are the seeds that we need to be sowing, church. In our text 7 through 9, it says, the one who sows to please the Spirit. We need to be sowing seeds to please the Spirit. These are the seeds of Jesus Christ. These are the seeds that we should be sowing. If you've accepted Christ in your life, Sow the seeds of Jesus, sow the seeds of Jesus. Galatians 5, 25, it says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. See, I think many times we live by the Spirit, but we don't keep in step with the Spirit. And what I mean by that is, is we know the right words to say. We know the right time to lift our hands and praise God. We know how to act when we come to church. But in our outside life, when we leave this church, we're not living in step with the Spirit. And that's called being a hypocrite. That's hypocritical. We can't be that kind of person where we say, yes, I love Jesus, but then we're sowing seeds of the sinful nature. We've got to be sowing seeds of the Spirit. Don't allow your family to be like that. We can't allow the church to be like that. We've got to be sowing the seeds of the Spirit. We need to live by the Spirit, and we need to keep in step with the Spirit. And let me tell you how we do that. Galatians 5.22 gives us perfect examples of seed that we need to sow. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We need to be sowing this, those seeds out. We need to be taking our time and sowing the seeds of the Spirit. Sowing the seeds of the Spirit, not sowing the sinful nature. We need to be sowing seeds of love. Sow seeds of love into your family like never before. Love your family like never before. Sow seeds of joy. You know, a few uh, well, a few weeks ago now, uh, I was in a meeting with Pastor Steve and, and Pastor Jim, and uh, one of our students who uh, missed us all summer long. He was coming back to school. He missed us. He came into the office just to say hello, and he came through Pastor Steve's uh, through his office, and he just started screaming. He was so excited to see us. He's like, "Ah, Pastor Steve and Pastor Dave, Pastor Jimmy." He came up and he gave us all hugs and he was just so loud and so crazy and so excited. But, and I left with a joyful smile. And what he was doing is he was sowing seeds of joy and he didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. Every single day when I see this kid, he's sowing seeds of joy. That's what you and I need to do. We need to sow seeds of joy. We need to sow seeds of peace. How many know somebody going through a troubling time right now? family member, a coworker, We know people who are going through troubling time. You be the person to sow a seed of peace. Sow kindness. Sow goodness. You know, a smile can go just a long way. You sow a smile. Everybody smile. Let me see your smile. Okay. Some of you know how to smile. Some of you don't. Sow a smile. Sow a smile. Sow a seed of faithfulness. We should be sowing this seed all the time to the house of God. We we, sew, we we do sow this seed of faithfulness, but sometimes we sow it to the wrong things. My grandpa, my grandpa was a diehard Days of Our Life fan. I don't get it. I, I don't know. Hey, but he would put those VCR tapes in the, in the VCR, those old school tapes, and he would tape every episode. He knew what was going on with, I don't even know any of the characters or whatever. But he could tell me exactly what happened on episode 23 and whatever. Everything. He was faithful to it. Even when he couldn't be there, he would tape it and he would make sure that he watched it later that night. He would go into his den and he would watch it. That's one thing about my grandpa. I knew he, would, he was days of our life. He was faithful to that. But you know what? He was never faithful to the house of God. He was faithful to the wrong thing. He's faithful to the wrong thing. How many times are we faithful to the wrong thing? We need to be faithful to the house of God, faithful to the word of God, faithful to our prayer times, faithful to our families, faithful to our spouse. If there's ever been a greater need to sow this seed, it's right now. Sow the seed of faithfulness to the things of God. Sow the seed. Sow gentleness on how you handle conversations, on how you handle people. Sow the seed of self-control, how you react to a situation. What is the first thing that you say? We need to be sowing the seeds of the spirit, church. These are just some of the seeds. It all boils down to Jesus. It all, it boils down to Jesus. If Jesus would sow the seed, then you and I need to sow that seed. If Jesus would plant it, then you and I need to plant it. And the only way that we know that is by getting in here and by spending time with him. God, what what is it that you want us to sow? What is it that you want from me and from my life? Let me tell you, it's not always easy to sow the seeds of the Spirit. It's not easy, but it's always necessary. It's not easy, but it's always necessary because you and I, we are representatives of Christ. People are watching what's in our hand. They're watching what we're sowing. Did I get anybody? They're watching what we're sowing. We have to be so careful of what we sow. Because every eyes are on us. If they don't know about this being a Christian, if they don't know about church, they're looking at you. What are you sowing? What's coming out of your life? What are you planting? They're looking to you. So we have to be careful. We need to live our lives in such a way that we can echo Paul's words when he says, follow me as I follow Christ. We've got to do that. Because we might be the only example Of Christ that people see We might be that only example And let me tell you When we do that When we we don't grow weary And and we we sow those seeds For at the proper time Verse 9 You will reap a harvest If you do not give up And let me tell you that harvest That harvest will be eternal life Verse 8 You will reap eternal life I don't know about you But I want to reap eternal life So Lord help me to sow The seeds of the spirit Help me to sow the seeds of the Spirit. See, if you've accepted Jesus in in your heart and you love Him, you're sowing the seeds of the Spirit, you reap eternal life. And then what we're going to do is we're going to sow those seeds into other people and they get to know about Jesus and then they will reap eternal life. And the cycle continues. We've got to be better at the cycle, church. We must be better at the cycle of sowing into people so that they know Jesus. So that they know Jesus because the time is short. The time is short. I want you to stop and think. You could be the farmer that sows the the seeds of the Spirit that could affect your family's eternity. You could be the farmer that sows the seeds of the Spirit that could affect your co-workers' eternity. One seed. There's power in one seed. And so many times we're, we're, we're throwing out the wrong seeds. We need to sow the seeds of the spirit. Verse 10, it says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all. Let us sow seed to all. We've got to, we've, got to do, we've got to sow seeds of the Spirit so that others can experience Jesus, so that others can reap eternal life. So we have seeds of the sinful nature. We have seeds of the Spirit. And now this third thing I want to tell you is you determine your seed. You determine your seed. Out of the start of this, I told you that all of us have sown seeds of the sinful nature. And that's true. Because at one time we were all lost. We were all sinners. But we don't have to be anymore. It's up to us. We determine what seeds we're going to throw out. If you allow it into your life, eventually you're going to sow it out. If you allow seeds of the sinful nature into your life, it's only a matter of time before you're sowing out seeds of sin. But if you allow the things of God to fill your life, then you're going to be sowing out seeds of the Spirit. It's only a matter of time. You determine. You determine. That's why we've got to fight. We've got to fight. Just this Wednesday, I told the students to take a stand. I told them, if if you need, you're going to take a stand against anything. Stand against sin. Fight against sin. God made you so that you could fight against sin. You don't have to cave in. You don't have to follow the world. You need to stand and fight against sin. And we've got to fight against the sinful nature because we were born into it. We've got to fight against it because it's all around us. We've got to fight it because we are, by nature, selfish people. And we want to sow those seeds of the sin. That's why we've got to fight. We've got to fight. But the Lord will be our strength. The Lord will help us. The Lord will be the one... To give us strength to sow the seeds of the Spirit. There's an old movie called The Field of Dreams. Do we have that picture? Fields of Dreams. There's a famous line in that movie. Does anybody remember what that famous line is? If you build it, they will come. I'm going to tell you. I I changed that up a little bit. If you allow it, they will come. If you allow sin in your life, sin's going to come out. If you allow the Spirit... The Spirit's going to come out. Whatever you allow in, that's the seed that you'll be sowing. That's the seed that you'll be sowing. So what are you allowing? What are you allowing? What are you allowing on your TV? What are you allowing on your internet? What are you allowing in your music? What are you allowing your family to do? What are you allowing your children to do? What are you allowing in your home? Whatever you allow in, that's what you're going to sow out. We get to determine the seed after. After Jesus has accepted us and He's 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 full, His word is full of good things that we should be applying, of good the good spirit that we should be sowing out. It's just a matter of us soaking it up, soaking it in. Pastor Moses, if you can come and help me. You determine. You determine your seed. You determine. Are you gonna sow seeds of the sinful nature? Are you gonna sow seeds of the spirit? It's not, like I said, it's not easy to always sow seeds of the Spirit, but it's always necessary. It's always necessary. Fill your life with the things of God. Fill your spirit with the things of God so that you can sow it out, so that you can reap eternal life, so that others can reap eternal life. Church, the world needs to know of Jesus. The world needs to see the seeds of the Spirit coming from us. It's not karma. It's not karma. It's a biblical principle that is always real, that is always true, that always will happen, either now, tomorrow, the next day, 10 years from now. Whatever you sow, you'll reap. And let me tell you this, everyone sows all of the time. Everything you say, every thought, every action, that's a seed. That's a seed. What are you sowing? What are you planting? You determine what seed you allow. Seeds of the sin, you will reap destruction. Seeds of the spirit, you will reap eternal life. I don't know about you, but I choose eternal life. I want to choose eternal life. I want to reap eternal life. And so God, help me to sow seeds of the spirit. I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. I want you to think this morning. What seeds are you sowing? What seeds are you sowing? What are you allowing into your life? What are you allowing? Because whatever you allow in, that's what you'll sow out. Do you want to reap destruction or do you want to reap eternal life? Church, as I was preparing this message, the, the Lord spoke to me and challenged me. He said, Dave, you got to watch your seeds. You've got to watch what you're sowing. It just really spoke to me and really challenged me. And I feel like the Lord is challenging some of you this morning to really watch what you sow, to watch the seeds. So this morning, if... If you say, Pastor Dave, I, I've sown some, some seeds that are bad. I tend to sow the seeds of the sinful nature, but I want to I wanna change that. I want to sow seeds of the Spirit. I want you just to lift your hand. I want to pray for you. I've sown seeds of the sinful nature, but I want to sow seeds of the Spirit from now on. Okay, you put your hands down. I want everybody to stand with me this morning. Father, you saw every hand. God, you know our hearts. You know what we're sowing into our lives, into our families, into our church, into our co-workers. God, you know. And I pray that you would help us, oh God, to sow seeds of the spirit. God, would you forgive us if we've sown seeds of the sinful nature? God, forgive us of those obvious seeds. Forgive us of those not so obvious seeds. Forgive us, oh God. And help us, Lord, to make the decision to sow seeds of the Spirit from this point on. God, help us today. Help us today. With your heads bowed and your eyes still closed, I wonder, maybe you don't know what it is to sow seed of the Spirit because you don't have Jesus in your life. You don't have Jesus in your heart. Well, today you can receive Jesus in your heart. Today you can receive Jesus in your life and you can begin to sow those seeds of the Spirit. If you've never asked Jesus to be a part of your life and you want to say, Pastor Dave, today is the day that I want to begin sowing seeds of Jesus, sowing seeds of the Spirit, but I need Jesus to come into my life and help me with that, would you just lift your hand? If you've never accepted Jesus in your heart and you want to sow those seeds, you want to sow the seeds of the Spirit. Okay, I'm going to ask if you just I want you to just come on up here. If that's you, I just want you to, to meet me right here. I want to pray with you that you will sow those seeds of the Spirit, that you will ask Jesus to come into your heart, into your life, and that from this point on that you will sow seeds only of the Spirit. I'm going to wait for just a minute. Father, this morning, we thank you for your presence in this place. God, we thank you for the word. I pray that it would penetrate our hearts, God, that we would leave this place different, that we would leave this place being mindful of the seeds that we sow. God, help us to stay away from the seeds of the sinful nature, to sow only from the Spirit. God, we thank you for your presence in this place, and we thank you for what you've done in our hearts God, bring us back safely tonight as we get into your word. We thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen. Church tonight, 6.30, 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, we are going to meet back again. Pastor Jerry Short is going to speak to us tonight, so I want to encourage you to get back here and just get into the word with us as we worship together. Amen. Everybody have a good afternoon.